What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Make sure to check the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio. Um, like a gentleman's bedroom, it's where the magic happens, you know what I'm saying? I see. Uh, it's steadily growing, we're regularly getting likes, I mean, it's where I hang out, so of course people like it. Oh, I see. Uh, anyway, uh, this is Corey DLG. With me, as usual, is little brother Nico. That's probably me. And uh, before we get into anything here, let me introduce you guys to Tiger Rock Martial Arts. With four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jiu-jitsu, among other courses. Helping to improve your physical fitness and raise your confidence, Tiger Rock Martial Arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up and show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. Anyone seeking a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change needs to reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better today. Um, yeah, so so what's up, buddy? Uh, not much. Just had, like, the best lazy week ever. I'm on spring break and haven't done anything. Uh, so that's just a net positive for everyone. <laughs> well, you're doing nothing, but, like, the entire world has just been, uh... It's coming to a standstill. Yeah. It's. I think it's the end of the world. It. It seems like it. Yeah, the rodeo closed. Tom like, Hanks has coronavirus. Is that real? Yeah. That's he. He posted about it. Wow. Um. The NBA suspending a season. Uh. South by Southwest canceled. Um. I mean, it's just like. Yeesh. You know. Yeah. Yeesh. Um, so as, so as everyone knows, it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Just, uh, it's totally cool. It's totally cool. Um, I guess let's start there. Let's just start there and kind of feel our way through this. Cause it's a weird news story, right? Yeah. Poor Tom Hanks. Where did he, how did he get the coronavirus? <laughs> uh, him and his wife are in Australia. Okay. Um, and people haven't really been talking about Australia, but I've seen, I follow a couple of, uh, Instagram thoughts. From from uh, Australia. Follow them on their Twitter as well. I like to know what they're thinking as well as how they look. Um, and they've, they've mentioned that they feel like it's being underreported how vulnerable Australia feels right now. Got to remember, Australia's still reeling from a, an entire winter of being on fire. Right. Um, so, apparently, they're a vulnerable nation in a time of need. I mean, when you when you're like, was on fire to now I have a deathly disease, a virus, like, a virus, a deathly virus. Okay, yeah. I'm Fair. just saying. I mean, thank you for the correction, but yeah, basically like, crazy virus was up in flames. Pretty vulnerable. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. They're like a girl on their second breakup in a month. They're like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Right. Um. There's just a lot kind of on the plate, right? Like. Especially because Australia is effectively like just coast, like it's just, yeah, it, it's already an island, right? Right. So if they can't deal with it, how is anyone else supposed to? Right. Like ninety percent of the population is like within a certain distance from the coastline, and everything else in the middle is just to the animals. Because it's gross desert. Well, it's because it's they have a crazy, crazy evolved animals after being on an island for so long, <laughs> and those animals are like. They'll all kill you. <laughs> Creepy, just awful. Right. The frogs won't kill you, though, but everything else will. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you looked hard enough, there's some Australian frogs that'll kill you. Like, Oh, yeah. I just mean the ones that are everywhere. The ones that their big problem is, like, oh, this, the hyper-invasive ones that are poisonous to all the animals, so nothing eats them. Ah, uh, yeah. But they're not poisonous to humans somehow. The, the so cane toad or something like something that? Something like that, yeah. Um, Like, in order for, the, for it to, be, to poison a human, like, you have to lick it. I mean, good chance, and no one's. It's Australia. I don't know. <laughs> that's tr- there's probably about nine cane toad deaths a year in Australia. Like nine guys a year. Are like I thought it was a bluff, mate. It's no. cane. I was just thinking of cane sugar. I decided yeah. to lick it. It was not sugar, and I died. It looked delicious, mate. So I'm dead, mate. <laughs> Thanks, Australia. Blimey! <laughs> if it wasn't for the deathly wildfires, it's the the disease. Or the animals, or just 
life. I'll surfing out there, a great white shark, twenty foot long. I'll just take a bite out of you. You seen that picture where it's like two? It's like it's like here's Australia, and it's like a dingo eating like a like a washed up small shark and like two <laughs> snakes. <laughs> it's like this is all in one picture. This, this is this is the vibe. Australia is like that beautiful place you go to 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 like just have the worst experience ever. Right, feels like, and not Maybe. on like not on purpose, but like everything there is just designed to not be as fun as you think it is. It's like a cheap Disney World. Does Does Australia have a Disney World? Uh, is there Euro? Or is there Australia Disney? I don't know. Because there's Euro Disney, and then there's Tokyo Disney. Right. I I think there isn't there a Paris one as well. I, I think it's called Disney Paris. I don't know, but I don't think Australia has one. Poor guys, they're stuck with <laughs> nothing. Disney's like, nah, we're not going there. <laughs> There's nah. even one in Florida, but not in, <laughs> not in <laughs> Australia. <laughs> if if, but at least now you know where the bottom is. The bottom for Disney is Florida. Like, yeah. anything worse than Florida, we're not going. But now that tells you that all of Australia is just worse than Florida. It's yeah, kind by, of a lose by, lose. By that math, yeah, it's exactly how that works. By the transit properties, Australia is worse than Florida. It's got less Disney's. It does have less Disney's by one whole Disney. And actually the the most parks are in Florida. Yeah, it's the uh, It's like the the hub park thing. What is it, what is it what is it most most resorts in the entirety of the world are all in Orlando for some reason? Kissimmee, Florida? <laughs> Kissimmee, Florida? Um I mean I believe it. I totally believe it. But yeah, I uh so it's the theme park capital, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because just Disney alone has three parks there, and then Universal has two, and then SeaWorld has one. So you're at 16 parks in one city. Right. That's a lot. That's a lot. Three of them on top of each other. Yeah, and you can go and look over and see the one's cooler rides from the top of some of their rides. <clears throat> and then the, the Universal ones are like across like a man-made lake from each other. Yeah. Cause like it's it's you take the Harry Potter train like back and forth. You can take the train back and forth. It's pretty cool. I I did. I've done it both ways now, and the little stories they tell, the story one way is way better than the story the other. Yeah, and apparently the one we went on was the bad one, and then like everyone was like, "Oh, you should have gone the other way." Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, because so when you go one upsetting. way, it's like, "Oh, chocolate frogs!" <laughs> Stupid. When you go the other way. Death Eaters board the train, and they're looking for Harry Potter, and it turns out that the whole door, like, to the inside of the train that's on your left, is also an animated screen, and the Death Eaters come to the door. Pretty spooky. It's cool. It's really cool. Like, I was like, oh, I'm in the movie. I'm a wizard, Harry. I'm a (laughs) wizard. Felt real excited. I mean, it turns out I wasn't, but I felt real excited. I mean, that's fair. That's That's all that's necessary. I'm a wizard. <laughs> Abracadabra. Do they say that in Harry Potter? No, but I'm pretty sure that's close like to the, the death spell, which is pretty funny. Oh, that is. It's the only one the people know? It's the only one that like you're not supposed to use. Oh, one of the seven curses? Right. You know, curse of dying. Abracadabra. It just kills him. <laughs> Listen, that's some good magic. Good magic. I just, I just think it's funny that like, they're like Harry Potter's main form of offense is disarming people. Yeah, it's like incredibly like sissy, right? Right. He's not hurting anyone. He's just disarming them. Does that mean he's removing their arms? No, not nearly as exciting. Okay. But but the but the bad guys like killed people. Yeah, they did no. terrible things. Yeah, totally. And Harry Potter was like, I'm gonna disarm them into oblivion. Even though that doesn't really stop them, like yeah. outside of I think, like one specific the, super powerful wand that like the Weasley's mom killed one of them. Yeah, but other than that, like nobody on the not group. a lot of deaths. Yeah, if I'm Harry Potter, you start murdering people, right? Like that's the only that's the only solution you have. Yeah, I'd start dropping people. I'd start dropping people left and right. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I always felt that was a weird trope, and like, like really, you're just not gonna murder anyone. They've killed your entire family. They're but, out here like cursing people to death out here in the in the <laughs> courtyard, and you're just gonna be like, I'm gonna disarm them real good. 
listen, we're superheroes, but like it's for the fate of the world. Right. Like, yeah. This is this is the time not to pull punches. Yeah. You guys aren't the Avengers. You could just. By the way, the Avengers kill people. It looks like it seems like in the movies. A lot of people died in the Avengers movie. Yeah, a lot half of the world died in the Avengers movie. Yeah, so like, I mean, they brought them back, but I mean, that doesn't count. Yeah. If if I'm Harry Potter and I live in like a Muggles closet apartment, yeah, for like summers at a time, and then all of a sudden, I, I discover I have superpowers, and then I discover like my parents were murdered in a magic war, and like, uh. Muggles like don't know about magic and and people like, yeah, dude. I'd be like the old like I don't know that I'd be a bad guy, but I'm I'm for sure killing folk. Yeah, especially when it starts getting to like the more extreme parts. Yeah, when you start getting to like the fourth or fifth movie and the 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 Order of the Phoenix, like these are the actual rebel fighters or whatever doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm a murderer. I'm a killer. Yeah, there's no reason at this point to be like. I don't know. When they capture oh, the little mousy dude and they're trying to interrogate him or whatever, nah, just kill him. Or yeah. like, or, or, or like, I mean, maybe it's like, oh, you're not supposed to do it, but like, what does that have? What does that mean if everyone else is dead? Like, what if, what if the supreme dark, this, this, this evil man just shows up and kills everyone, right? And then has control over all the magic. And congratulations, you didn't use the forbidden words. Great. Oops. Cool. Cool. Also, lost, really, also lost the war. Really bothers me that they never go back to the time travel thing. The time, yeah, if the you time have, spinner is dumb. If you had the time spinner, which you use, which they use only in one movie, I do feel like either if I'm Harry Potter, I go back to to when my parents get murdered and just straight murk them. Right, I just show up and just shoot him back of the head. Boom. Magic hit him, that. Hit him with the death curse. Or shoot him, yeah. Yeah, just, just him. real shoot him. Just, <laughs> just kill him with a gun. Yeah. Now what? Wizard that, Harry. But, um, like, if, I mean, I don't know. I don't get it. The time travel thing also, it feels very, like, wide open story. Yeah. Also, they all, none of them use guns throughout the whole movie. I mean, maybe if you're just, like, oh, hitting, like, but, like, you can't react to a bullet that's, you know next to you yeah if your back is turned right that's my like that's my point like you're not gonna like if you saw a guy pulling out a gun and you're 40 feet away and you watch him raise it like you could get out of the way but like if he's standing behind magic it right yeah yeah. but like you have no time you have no time to react to that right like it's clearly the same the time it takes him to draw his weapon on you is the same time it takes you to draw your wand on him right so this is why, like, so, like, the Lich from Adventure Time had always, like, the spookiest, like, evil magic powers ever. Because all his was just verbal and just, like, ridiculously strong. So, literally, like, when they're fighting him, like, towards, like, the middle end, like, kind of, like, towards the end of the series, he gets out of his little, like, jail cell and he just goes, fall. And then everyone just, <laughs> to the ground, hands and knees, like, he's like, you're a strong boy, but I am beyond strength. And it's, like, the coolest monologue ever. And it's like this guy's like magic user is a terrifying, like if think of Voldemort just like after he got resurrected was just like die and then like you're like Ron just falls over just dead like he never comes back like he's way more intimidating at that point like this yeah I guess I don't understand the forbidden curses thing like if they use them they're the bad guy is that right. the deal yeah who cares. Like morality, there's a guy with no nose walking around with seven lives, killing people. Right, morality means nothing if we're if we're yeah. like fighting the devil. Essentially, is that true? I don't know. It is, but like, also, I don't know. Like, he's not even that old. Like, in terms of like, magic has existed forever, and somehow he's only existed for like sixty years. Like, he's only recently been a problem. Well, yeah, because before him was the other dude, the Johnny Depp guy. Yeah, the Johnny Depp guy, and he's in jail or something. I don't know. I don't man. I don't know. Or dead. I don't know. They, maybe they killed him. I haven't really paid attention. I have to rewatch Fantastic Beast because Fantastic I Beast also has like a crazy like, put, like they were gonna put one of them to death, and it's like the most like or not to death but like wipe them their memories or something like that, and it's the most terrifying like thing. They put you in like a chair and like you sink into this pool of like reflective oh, yeah. liquid. And this thing like yeah eats your memories. Yeah, like that's terrifying. Right. Those are the good guys. Right. Those are those are the good guys. This that's the Bureau of Magic. Yeah. Real guys that we're sticking up for, we should really follow those guys. That's with what their, I'm with their silver like, memory eating pit. <laughs> well, and like they all 
there's all these terrifying things and they're all acting like no it's totally cool magic is, is harmless it's totally it's cool it's totally cool yeah they they like destroy half of new york and then rebuild it in like an afternoon like. right yeah it's it, it's not that it's actually harmless it's that they've tamed it right they've right. Con- tamed and controlled magic so in reality really what someone should be doing is yeah dropping some 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 it's like banned curses turning people into some terrible it's things like, uh, what is, it, what is his name baron mordo the the ex supreme sorcerer who's just like merkin sorcerers left and right the end of oh, Doctor Strange he's the one he's Baron Mordo was his buddy and the first one who says uh no there's too many sorcerers yeah so Chewidi like, Echafor and so now he's going around just merkin sorcerers yeah he's trying to get rid of all the extra magic in the universe which I mean I don't know is reasonable I don't know I don't know I mean. He's saying that the people are disturbing the natural order by using magic. Probably, maybe. I mean, it's usually it's actually bending reality to your will. So I guess to an extent, he's hundred percent correct. But does that mean you got to go around killing Lou Diamond Phillips or Benjamin Bratt, whichever one that was? I don't know. I think it was Benjamin Bratt. Super dead though. Yeah, super. De- he died. They stole his magic, recrippled him, and then he just killed him. That's messed up. I mean, yeah, but... That's real messed up. Too many sorcerers. Too many sorcerers. Too much magic. Who put all this magic out there? Mm, right, yeah, much. and, like, wizard society's already, like... Like, they, they show, like, how big it is. Like, it's not, like, it's small. Like, there's not, like, 20 wizards. Right. Like, there's, like, a billion of them. Yeah, and There's then, a like, large percentage of wizards. Well, like, and I think the plot for the uh, Fantastic Beast stuff is that Johnny Depp wants to, like, enslave humanity. And they're like, a war with the humans will end in destruction. It's like, no, it won't. No, probably not. No, I mean, not if you guys can do all that stuff. Right. What are they supposed to do? Well, Shoot how th- it away? Yeah, how are they gonna how are they gonna fight you just going Whoo. like yeah. they don't even say anything. They just wave their wand and buildings either fix themselves. If you could do it one way, it's gotta be way easier to go the other way. <laughs> yeah. To just blast holes and everything. Right. And then or just release like a bunch of angry people eating monsters on the on the city, like Yeah. Oh no, an Invisosaurus is running through Town Square, chomping on everyone it crosses paths with, and no one can see it because it's magic. Yeah. Now what? Now you don't have to worry about, oh no, we had to worry about them knowing about magic. Not yeah. if you're in a war with them. Not if everyone's dead. Like, this is just really dark, but I'm Right. <laughs> oh no, a horde of, of people eating fairies. Like, what do we do? Nothing. They're eating you. Like, it's over. Right, yeah. Bye. What are they? When you the, shoot them, the they're teeth tiny fairy. little people that fly around. The teeth fairy from like Hellboy. Yeah, the terrifying fairies that eat everything and leave the teeth. Yeah, that's terrifying. Terrifying. But you know, it's cool. Magic. That's fine. Don't say the seven bad words. <laughs> that's literally like don't say bad words. Except the bad words kill people. Right. Or do other things. Like I don't know what the other ones are. I don't All even I know. know. Is one of them is just kills you. Like, oops, he died. And it doesn't even matter, because, I mean, like, Harry Potter died, and then he got resurrected. So, like, they'd already... He had one... He had a resurrection stone under his mouth. Right, yeah. So, okay, so now we've established that resurrection stones exist. Like, how do we make those? Yeah, let's get a bunch of those going. Right. That's the industry to be in. What do you do? I make resurrection stones. Okay, you're important. You hang out here. Right. And you're like, oh, but there's only a certain amount of existence. It's like, then control them. (laughs) Yeah. You tell me what to go find, I'm going to... Seven bad words at over here right like no problem i don't know and then somehow this like 60 year old guy became the most terrifying man in existence with no nose no nose seven lives though he traded his node for seven lives which i mean is a fair deal uh my understanding is that like he held his like soul in like several bodies yeah well my understanding was the more he separated his soul from his body like the less human he was i mean yeah i mean i would assume so I don't understand how the snake became one of the Horcruxes, though, because the snake was a person in the in the Fantastic Beast movies. I don't know, maybe a different snake, maybe. No, like it's it's Nagira or Nagira or Niagara or whatever her name is, and like they say, they explain in the second movie, like the longer she is around, um, the more time she turns into the snake the harder it is for her to turn back from the snake. And eventually she'll only be the snake. Oh, and by like, the time she's like, in the Harry Potter movies, she's only a snake. Right. Oh, so she, it's like, it's like Animorphs logic where if you're, Oh, was that, was that the rules? Yeah. Well, if they like, if they turn into an animal, an animal for uh, like, I think it's over an hour, they just were stuck in that form. 
So one of the one of the kids gets stuck in 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 Falcon form forever. <laughs> what? <laughs> like something happened and he got stuck and if he couldn't change back and uh, he gets he gets captured as the bird. Oh. So he couldn't change back or else they would have known it was him. So he had to stay a bird forever. So like when he turns back, he can only turn into a person for an hour at a time and then he has to go back to a bird. Yeah. Uh, I mean that's not that bad. It's really sad though cuz at the end he's just like and then he was a falcon forever. <laughs> <laughs> Like, eh. just be a bird. Just be a bird. Oh, like, wait. No, I think he does get a human form. But like, nothing good happens to him. The end of Animorphs is very sad. Honestly, like, I'm trying to think of how many hours a day I actually need to be a human. It's like right. th- It's like three. Yeah. It's when I do this show, and then, like, the hour I got to run around and do, like, errands and stuff. The rest of the time I can just lay around the house like a bird all day. Bird mode. Just picturing someone coming in the house and a falcon's, like, spread eagle on the couch watching TV. Hey, can you grab another beer? Thanks. Cool. Appreciate it. He communicates telepathically. Oh, see, it's even better. Look, yeah. look, I don't even have to talk to people. Forget it. Like, <laughs> just, just tell them with their mind. Straight up eagle all day long. Right. Go wherever I want. Can fly. That is kind of cool. I'd go, uh, go to women's volleyball tournaments. That's where I'd go. No, I don't know. I don't know where I would go. The only weird part is like you'd have to eat like raw meat all the time. Got like cool mice and like other weird things. I don't know. Maybe I would just hit up restaurants. Like just tap on the glass and be like, "Hey, yo, what's what's going on with the special today?" I'm like, "Is that a falcon?" (laughs) I think I think he wants two specials. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Correct. I do want two specials. Turn into a human. I want two specials. Just put it outside. I'll be in falcon form. There's gonna be a giant bird that flies down and eats it. Don't bother him. Because that's me. And they're going to be like, what? And then I turn into a bird and I fly off. And they're like, oh, that guy's an anamorph. Yeah. We should get him two specials. <laughs> see? It's perfect. Like, I don't even see a flaw with this plan. Flawless. Can I tell you what I would have turned into if I would have been stuck in one of those? Hmm. Gorilla. Yeah. And then I would walk around wearing pants and act like a totally normal person and <laughs> act surprised. People like, ah, it's a gorilla. Like, I'd be like. Where? Oh, just oh yeah, my bad. Ah, uh, you are correct. I am a gorilla. <laughs> Think about that. Like, if you could already telepathically communicate and all that, like, that's your biggest problem, right? Is telling people don't freak out. I'm a gorilla. Now you could just tell them, no, no, it's cool. I'm a gorilla, and they're like, oh, his 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 thoughts are my thoughts. It's weird. Are you hit him with the sign language. Yeah, like Americans know sign language. That's the problem there. <laughs> He's doing some kind of gestures. I think he's in a gang. <laughs> this gorilla's affiliated? Shoot him twice. That's not working out. Just wear a leather biker jacket on a gorilla. <laughs> I totally would. And giant aviator sunglasses. Yeah. I would be the coolest gorilla ever with a bandana. Yeah. I don't want him to know my identity. <laughs> now you're just robbing me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'm a gorilla. Like, Obviously, I'm going to jack stuff. Why who's gonna Who's gonna stop me? I don't know. That's Is that leaving with three Blu-rays? Uh, you know I what? I mean, yeah, you're not gonna fight. Like, just, you're not gonna just like, ring him up. Secret, <laughs> secret shopper, this gorilla. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just ring him up as lost items. I'm not, I'm not going over there. I'm not playing hero. It's this <laughs> gorilla. He's just gonna punch me, and I'm gonna die. <laughs> loss prevention. Loss prevent. Nope, not doing it. Yeah, Lost no, Ranch is just looking at this gorilla walking out with three Blu-rays, <laughs> and he's like, Hey, Davey, hey, Davey, hey, look at this, look at this, watch this, watch this. That gorilla just stole three DVDs. You, you going to go get them? No. Nah. No, I'm not. That gorilla is 600 pounds. <laughs> it's all muscle. It wants me to go get them. I'm not doing it. He's <laughs> doing it. He's going to backhand me, and I'll be dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm not doing? Messing with that gorilla. He can have the... The Mockingbird Trilogy, okay? <laughs> that are like bears. Bears are just the funniest animals. No, because they don't have, like, gorillas, even though they don't have thumbs, at least have hands and feet to do stuff. I don't know. Bears like, Bears have figured out how to open up minivans and then eat all the food inside of yeah, them. Yeah, it's not hard to open a minivan when you're 800 pounds of angry. Yeah, but, like, like soda For cans. God's sake, soccer moms can kick at minivans and open them. Like, <laughs> a grizzly bear's going to pop that thing like a beer can. They do call the lid, the, like the back door, a lid for some reason. See? The luggage lid. Just going to knock a van over and then just burrow in. 
so they call it, so like the, like the lug- so I have a hatchback, and so they call it the luggage lid, <laughs> and I just think it's like a giant monster just like opening my car like a soda can, <laughs> just like. <laughs> the real truth is like <laughs> the minivan just wants to live, so it just opens up to the to the bear. When the grizzly bear is like and sniffing around, the minivan's just like not nah, slides its own door open. <laughs> The weird automatic, like, yeah. super slow slidey door. <laughs> For some reason, the remote control doors activate at those exact instant on every minivan in America. They're like, every time we put a grizzly bear next to these minivans, they open. Weird. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, well, design flaw. <laughs> Bears have figured out how to open vans. No, vans just want to live. <laughs> That's all. Vans just want to live. Um, I guess go ahead and do an ad here, and then we'll jump out to a break. We've just like pooped away half the show <laughs> just talking about random stuff uh so we're talking about the adventure begins comics games and more got several events coming up saturday march 14th from 2 to 5 p.m uh no from uh at 5 p.m my bet is the star wars rpg explore the star wars universe with yourself join jared uh and immersed in a star wars rpgs bi-weekly group uh so you can get on down and meet there if you ever want to do some star wars rule playing Wednesday, March 16th at 6 p.m., we got Harry Potter Trivia Night. We were just talking about Harry Potter. Now this is themed. Uh, so if you got some uh, you got some, some Harry Potter, if you're a Harry Potter stan, if you got all the knowledge, you read all the books, you watch all the movies at least twice a year, this is a great time to come on down to the store. There is no booster draft this week, but we'll return March 21st with Theros Beyond Death. And Sunday, March 15th from 4 to 8 is D&D Adventures League. Spend $5 in the store, get to play for free, or spend $5 if you just want to play some D&D. Woo! D&D Adventures League! Yeah! Uh, I do love some D&D. I am great at D&D. It's a good time. All right, we're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. Hey everybody, I'd like to introduce Tiger Rock Martial Arts. With four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jiu-jitsu, among other courses. Designed to help improve physical fitness and raise confidence, Tiger Rock's Martial Arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up to show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. Anyone interested in a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change should absolutely reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better. TigerRockMartialArts.com The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Townjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here on 104.5 and 106.1, the sister station, streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Uh, as always, make sure to check out Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio, where we're all hanging out and doing our, I guess, stupid stuff, com- considering what we just listened to for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> just incoherent rambling about how morals don't mean anything in a magic society and animorphs. Seriously, I would just be a gorilla. I don't like. I don't even see what the problem is. Yeah, no. Gorillas are essentially giant, stronger humans. Yeah, I guess. And if you still have a human brain, yeah, because you're an animorph. I guess the weirdest part would be like, how do I date people? Yeah, at an hour at a time. (laughs) 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 Well done. Well done. That's a good point. Yeah, you're right. Like even that part's not even that big. Yeah, forget it. Plus, there's probably some chick somewhere who's into it. So yeah, it's like I do have I do want you to remember I am a gorilla, twenty three hours a day. Right, and she's like, "Thank God." What do I care at that point? Like, right, we've solved all my problems. <laughs> um, all right, before we get too far into anything uh, else, let me go ahead and do Citizens Grow, and then you're going to talk about Donald, and then we're going to do the rest of the show. Fair enough. All right, 
So from chicken fried steak with jalapeno cream gravy to spicy shrimp tacos or a double bone-in pork chop, it's all good at the Woodlands area's newest restaurant and lounge. With two full bars, 40 beers on tap, 23 wines by the glass, and our huge family-friendly patio, Citizens Grill is sure to please. Find us on FM 1488 at Old Conroe Road across from the Escape Theater and Del Webb. Open weekdays 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. and weekends 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And a good old Donnie Utah, great friend of the show, with Sean Myers Insurance. They want you to know they can shop over 15 national carriers to find a price that best fits you. Bundling, if that may be what you desire. They're going to go with you line by line. Make sure you're saving the most of your insurance. Getting what you need, getting rid of what you don't need to save the most amount of money. Give them a call at 936-760-5963. That is 936-760-5963. Donald Williams with Sean Myers Insurance. Tell them we sent you. That's right. Uh, so for those who's been following the news and everything that's been going on, uh, lots of cancellations, lots of things happening. The coronavirus is still looming large over uh, just the public eye. Today, uh, it's going to affect the plan from Donald, uh, President Trump, who said that he was going to stop accepting flights from Europe, um, suspending those over the next 20, 30 days. The reality is uh, this is going to be a big issue that we're going to have to deal with for a while. There was a guy who was on Joe Rogan who basically said that he expects this is going to go on over six or seven months. It's going to be a slow burn sort of issue. It's going to keep popping up and flaring up in cycles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's and the reason why is, let's say you have it, they put you in a two-week quarantine. When the quarantine is up, we're not 100% sure that other people still won't, still can't catch it from you. You'll be over it. Yeah. But there's still potential... So what this guy thinks is going to happen is people are going to come out of quarantine and be able to still pass infection on to some people and reignite the virus in waves. Um, and so the reality is there's, there's a couple of things going on, and I've just seen so much conversation that really we just have to talk. We just have to talk about it and just be very, very honest about what's happening. There's all kinds of people who are saying that, that uh, the media is blowing it out of proportions. Uh, let's clear up something here. You and I, we're entertainment. We're not media. We're not journalists. Yeah, we don't have all the information. We're new. We uh, don't have sources. We don't develop sources for stuff. I We, we literally just do entertainment-based things. We know people in media. Uh, I've worked for Gal Media. Uh, I wasn't a reporter with them, but I, I know I have an understanding of how the reporting process works. Uh, anytime there was something that I wanted to say, I, I you know, there was an editor involved. They vetted what my turned in on a blog, which is just my own stream of thought. It's not even representing their ideas. And there still was an editor in place censoring that to make sure it reflected Gal Media standards. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea that the media wants you to panic is misleading. Uh, now, yeah. now, I know that there is ultimately in the 24-hour news cycle on cable news agencies... Listen, the Weather Channel's best ratings happen when there's a hurricane. Right. Because people watch the Weather Channel on those hurricane-based days to get the information they need to deal with the hurricane. So, yes, internally, the Weather Channel loves a hurricane. Yeah. But they also know that that means they must give their best coverage at that point. Right. Uh, The same thing is true of this. This is a national issue. So the news sources... International issue. International issue. But this this is a national crisis. And so the news agencies know you're turning to them to get the inf- information from whichever one you quote-unquote believe. And I hate that we've come to that point where people, I don't believe CNN, I do believe Fox, I don't believe MSN, I do believe that, like, I hate that we're there. Because none of these guys are sitting are getting out of bed every day to lie to you. Um, I think even to an extent Fox News, the news people are trying to be honest with you. I think the opinion people have gone down a, a totally different path, and I guess maybe some of the opinion people on the other shows on the other networks have sort of mirrored that the other way. But the reality is nobody is getting out of bed on the news side of any of these organizations with the intention of trying to scare you or worry you into anything. Right. And Anderson Cooper doesn't own stock in toilet paper. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's not getting something out of telling you what's going on in the world. Now, I do think that there's a segment of the population that reacted aggressively with the buying up of certain goods. Well, bottled water and uh, toilet paper just disappeared off the shelves. Uh, those are people who are who are planning to 
you know, quarantine or be away for a while or are trying to prepare themselves to be, which is a, which is what all of us should be doing. And the reason why isn't necessarily that we're all going to die. That's not what anyone's trying to do. No one's trying to say that we're all going to die. The reality is, though, this disease is so effective at being carried through crowds at such a high rate. The infection rate is so high that essentially what's happening is, okay, so the Houston Rodeo closed. And on any given day at the carnival, there's probably 100,000 people out there. Yeah, tons of people. Um, okay, so let's say that the guy who went to the cook-off, let's say he infected enough people that on day three of the rodeo, 100,000 people outside of the carnival all got infected. Okay? So now 100,000 people are infected. Well, 85% are going to have mild to annoying symptoms. Like, they're going to be miserable, but they'll be fine. Yeah. Okay, so 85,000 people, they're going to go to the CVS and the Walgreens and Walmarts and try to buy Tylenol cold and flu now because they all have cold and flu symptoms, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think there's 85,000 bottles of Tylenol available in the city right now? I mean, yeah, probably, but spread out over, again, Houston, a large city. Spread out over all of the city, you think there's 85,000 individual pill bottles? Yeah, probably. I'm going to say there's probably not even that. I'm going to say in the city of Houston right now, there's probably... 20,000 to 30,000 bottles of Tylenol. I'm going to say a Walgreens on the corner has about 150. A giant a giant Walmart might have 400, 600. They put 12 on the shelf at a time. Yeah. I mean, how much are, how much you know how many in a non-epidemic scenario how many are people buying? I don't think there's enough. I don't think there's enough Tylenol cold and flu to cover the city. So those eighty-five thousand people right there are going to put a run on cold medicine just right there on the spot. Not even dealing with hospital beds. Not even dealing with the really sick. Tylenol pills are going to go on the black market essentially. Just from one day at the rodeo. From one day at the rodeo, there will be zero Tylenol cold and flu in all of the city of Houston. Boom. So now you turn around. And you go. Oh, well, I mean. Still, though, like, everybody's okay. Like, those guys just don't go to the hospital. They just go home. Okay, fine. They go home. Okay, fine. They go home. No one they know dies. They don't infect anyone else. However, they've literally collapsed the cold and flu economy in Houston. There's no medicine for anybody. Um, only half of them have medicine. The rest have got to go through without it. They're putting honey and lemon on spoons and boiling teacups or whatever it is you the boil the cup not the, the old, not the tea in it the, the cup. old the old wives remedies and all that stuff there's nothing else you know everyone's going to be big vapor rub yeah everyone's going to be sitting in hot showers steaming trying to get over this but they're but okay whatever fine no big deal right well 15,000 people are going to experience severe to life threatening symptoms 15,000 how many hospital beds do you think are in Houston not that many. Let's say, let's say there's six major hospitals in Houston. I think there's more, if you count smaller ones. Six major. Yeah. Okay. Between between the six major and probably the forty ready clinics, probably the hundred, quote unquote, emergency clinics. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, they okay. they only have like twelve beds. Yeah. So okay, so let's say there's for the hundred ready clinics for the two hundred, semi clinics fake. Things with the five beds in them, you're talking about just that, and you've got about three thousand beds. Okay, now in your six major hospitals, you might have another three thousand beds, another four thousand beds. Maybe we'll get to six. Maybe each major hospital has a thousand beds. I don't think so, but maybe. That's still only nine thousand. That means there's seven thousand people sitting in the waiting rooms of of the city of Houston trying to get treatment. Right, excluding everyone who's already been there. Right, like is there for other right, reasons. excluding anybody who has a heart attack, or surgery, or, or car accident, or like literally no other medical procedures. Like if every single bed was set aside for the coronavirus for the fifteen percent, there's six thousand people sitting in your waiting room waiting for treatment. Plus, nothing else bad can happen in your entire city. No gunshots, no car crashes, no heart, no heart attacks, no cancer, no cancer, no any, no nothing. Zero other problems. So let's say we're that lucky. Let's just say we're that lucky and zero other things happen. You still have 6,000 people who won't get treatment. 
Plus, even with the 7,000 beds you might have in the city of Houston, you don't have 7,000 incubation kits. You don't have 7,000 respirators. This is a this isn't a flu. This is an influenza. This is a lung-based issue. You're not going to be able to treat all 7,000 people you've got beds for. So you're going to be the doctors are going to be making decisions on best possible outcomes, likelihood of survival, n- necessary treatment. When you when when we talked about Obamacare, you know, publicly as a society and someone said the words death panels and everyone got mad. This is real world triage. They will be triaging on the spot. Emergency room doctors will be deciding who lives and who dies because they've got one more respirator kit and nine people with it plus 6,000 people in the waiting room. So, yeah, you cancel the rodeo. Yeah. You You cancel the rodeo because if you don't cancel it, that was one day. How many people recycle the rodeo? Right. So now every additional day of the rodeo, you're infecting an extra 40,000 people. So by day five of the rodeo, you've you've infected 160,000 plus the original 100,000. Like, you've got to make... These decisions have to be made because the public is in danger of destroying itself with an actual crisis. Italy has more doctors per capita and more hospital beds per capita than America. About four uh, doctors... For every 1,000 Italians, it's 2.6 doctors for every 1,000 Americans. Uh, and then hospital beds is something similar. Italy is absolutely overwhelmed. Absolutely overwhelmed. They have stopped testing the staff. They are no longer, they are just doing what they can to keep people alive. Um, it's bad in Italy. Yeah, it's bad. They quarantine a whole region. You've got to have a reason. You have to, anyone who's, and I understand that the president has been on TV severely underselling this. But you have to ask logical questions about what he's saying. If it's not a big deal at all, then why did he create a coronavirus czar? Why did he put Mike Pence in charge of it if it's nothing? Is question number one. Right. Like, why do you even need anyone in charge of it if it's nothing? It's nothing, so you don't need anyone in charge of it. Mike Pence is going to handle this directly. Handle what? I thought it was nothing. Handle this. Handle this. Well, it's because he's the vice president. He doesn't have a real job. Well, apparently behind the scenes, there is talk that he wasn't working on anything. Like, they were going to well, like, I Mike, mean, what do you got going on this week? And he was like, oh, I don't know. Again, vice president. He, like, decides votes. and like, that's it. No, they usually book him for things, but. I mean, no, but I'm, I'm talking about, like, actual role in government. Like, Yeah, no. He, 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 he decides, doesn't do like, a lot of things. He, he decides, like, split votes and, like. Well, and to be fair, like. Other presidents have given VPs big projects. Like Joe Biden was in charge of the nine hundred billion dollar uh, uh, investment, green investment uh, for Obama. That didn't go well. Uh, actually, I think every, I think all the companies actually paid back. I think the overall, the end result of that whole nine hundred billion was was quite successful. Actually, um, I think there was, I think there was like one percent of the com- like one percent of the money wound up going into companies that failed, but overall. It wound up succeeding on a pretty high level, if I remember correctly. Um, but everyone hated it because the government was picking winners and losers. Ain't trying to get no governments. I mean, it sounds the like governments picked winners and losers when they were handing out money to... Scientists. Banks and all that, but hey, what do I know? Financial um, institutions are a little bit more important. than. Are they? Yeah, because I mean... Really? It's the basis of our economy, unfortunately. Says who? I thought our economy was goods. I thought we measure it by the gross domestic product produced, GDP. So if that's the case, what am I worried about Bear Stearns for? Because they, they hold people's money. No, they don't. They invest people's money. Investment is all risk. Bear Stearns is not a bank. They were an investment firm. Oh, I mean, that specific example, yes. That was my question. What do I care if an investment firm fails? Why did we bail out any of them? Why did we bail out the banks? Their FDI insured the American citizens would have gotten their money back. It's the banks who would have been SOL. Why did we save them? Confidence? I don't know. No, we saved them because they're buddies. They're friends. Lobbyists. They pay money. They pay money. Because government... Here's why we here's why we saved the banks and not just let the people get their money back insured. Here's why. 
Socialism for corporations has been an acceptable form of American capitalism forever. But giving the money directly to the taxpayer would have been real socialism. And we don't do that in America. It's not real. It's not real. So we'd rather save we'd rather save Bank of America than we would actually just let Bank of America fail and give Todd a check for his eighty thousand dollars in Bank of America. Even though Bank of America took that money that we gave them, spent it on themselves, reinvested, used that money to buy stock back and give bonuses to their executives. That's okay though, because they didn't disappear. Thank God Bank of America's still here. Even though in capitalism, a new bank would have risen the day after to, to take over an empty market, right? That's what capitalism says? Yeah. So, I don't know. Kind of feel like the FDIC should have just paid people their money. Oh, well. Just my thought. Just my thought. Uh, I do feel like people aren't honest about certain things, and they see things in the news, and they go, well, that's not right. But then they go, well, but it's better than... But is it? Is it better? Wouldn't you rather have gotten your money back than watch them save a bank? Maybe. Yes. A hundred percent. And it's the same problem here with this here. The reality is this is a big issue. The people in the know, the viral doctors, the microbiologists, they are saying, be concerned. They are saying, disperse. Stay home. Try not to interact with people. And... For some reason here in America, every time we cancel an event, we're like, this is this isn't cool. Like, I wanted to go to South by Southwest. Like, it's okay, like, did you want to go to South by Southwest or did you want to watch the the city of Austin burn to the ground as everyone needed medical attention? Right. Oh well. Oh well. Oh well. Um, I, I think it's time to just be honest about this. I think I don't like to be this sober real about these things, but the truth of the matter is very easy. Do your part. Do everyone listen? I know this sounds silly, and everyone's like, "Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands." That's real. That's real. That, that is real. Except, let's be very clear: it's not you washing your hands; it's other people washing their hands. The people who do wash their hands don't need to be told to wash their hands, and the people who don't wash their hands aren't washing their hands because of this. Right. <laughs> Those this are two is, distinct groups of people. They're the doers and the don'ts, and they're never going to mingle. This hasn't changed that at all. <laughs> what does need to change is just the awareness of the situation. It, literally, this is a this is potentially. A national emergency. So, yes, don't go to big groups. And when and, and face reality, when they're canceling E3, the biggest electronics gaming expo, when the NBA is postponing a season, a bunch of billionaires sitting around saying we don't want money? I mean, what are we saying? We're saying this is a genuine threat. When people, when the city of Austin turns on $330 million from, one, from two weekends of a party, a giant party, when the city of Houston turns down half a billion dollars in revenue from the rodeo, these are the most powerful people in Houston who are being disappointed right now. Right. They're not doing it to spite a political party. They're not doing it for a position. They're doing it because if it goes the other way... They're doomed. We can't fix it. This is the only option. And so it's not about trying to like threaten everyone into submission. It's... If we all got in a room right now, we really run the risk of screwing everything up. Sad, but true. And we just need... The weird part is, 90% of the time, none of us want to be around each other anyway. This is a very real point. And how all of a sudden we're, we're, we're told we can't be around each other, and a bunch of us are going, Meh, but, but I wanted to see you on Tuesday. No, you didn't, Todd. No, you didn't. Don't lie to me. Don't you lie to me, Todd. All right, before we jump out of here, let me tell you guys about Anthony Rowe, my buddy, the mobile mechanic, road service and repair, getting you back on the road with a smile. Be sure to dial 281-670-5822, 281-670-5822, or going to www.mobileroadservicemechanic.com. He accepts all credit cards and cash, computer diagnostic, engine light, fix-a-flat, battery change, lockouts, oil changes, brakes, towing, service repairs, Help me change an alternator in about an under an hour, and that included going to the auto parts store and back. Uh, he knows what he's doing. He's good at his job. He's fun to he's fun to be around while he's doing it. He's a good guy. You definitely need to be checking him out. 281-670-5822. 281-670-5822. Anthony Rue, the mobile mechanic. Um, all right, buddy. I think that kind of wraps us up here. Mm-hmm. All right. So on behalf of little brother Nico and myself, hate to be serious. On behalf of the coronavirus, I guess. <laughs> everyone be aware. Everyone be on the lookout. Everyone just kind of take care of each other. Stay informed. Stay informed. Actually 
listen to what people are saying, not just hear what you want to hear out of it. Um, check out Citizens Grill. Make sure to check out The Adventure Begins. Check out Tiger Rock Martial Arts. Check out Donald Williams over there with Sean Myers Insurance. And, of course, check out Anthony Rue, the mobile mechanic. Uh, on behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself, uh, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey everybody, I'd like to introduce Tiger Rock Martial Arts. With four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jiu-jitsu, among other courses. Designed to help improve physical fitness and raise confidence, Tiger Rock's Martial Arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up to show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. Anyone interested in a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change should absolutely reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better. TigerRockMartialArts.com From chicken fried steak with jalapeno cream gravy to spicy shrimp tacos or a double bone-in pork chop, there are many items listed on the menu of the Woodlands area's newest restaurant and lounge. With two full bars, 40 beers on tap, 23 wines by the glass, and a large, family-friendly patio, Citizen's Grill is designed to create a fun atmosphere. Interested in hungry parties can find them on FM 1488 at Old Conroe Road across from the Escape Theater and Dell Webb. Open weekdays 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. and weekends 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And interested parties should absolutely check out the Nerd Thug Radio events pages for specials. Hi, Conroe. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. For people interested in saving money on car and home insurance, they should contact Sean Myers Insurance Services. If you look on Google, you'll see plenty of five-star reviews for these guys. They're great. They're an independent agent able to shop over 15 national carriers to find the best coverage at the best price for that customer. They do specialize in home insurance as well as bundling with auto to maximize discounts. They would want you to know that they consider their customers family and that their policy is caring and, and their goal is to bring value by going through your coverage line by line to make sure you actually understand what you have. The interested parties should call 936-760-5963 if they're interested in saving money on car insurance today. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio.